On this episode of Kitchen Table Netrunner, we talk about Nisei's new exciting project, System Gateway, U.S. National, and we ask you, our listeners, to settle a debate between us. Listen up. Welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner. I'm Tristan. And I'm Nicole. And this is the podcast for people who'd like to be good at Netrunner. Yes, I'd like to be good at Netrunner. Yeah, it's a podcast just for us. Not that if you're good at Netrunner, it's not for you. That's No. I mean, if you'd like to stay good at Netrunner, you probably have to listen. It's the only way. That's probably true. We haven't done any studies. No. But Whiteblade's a fan, and look what he did. That's right. When we talked to him at Nats, he said that... When he got back from Worlds, everyone at Winnipeg was like, have you heard the Kitchen Table Netrunner episodes, the Worlds interviews? Wow. Yeah. Apparently we're huge in Winnipeg. All right. Well, that's great. Yeah. We'll soon displace the weaker thans as Winnipeg's greatest cultural attainment (laughs) is. We won't even be from there. No. But we have passports now, so. Right. Take a trip. Yeah. Bask in our glory. That's right. Over 3,500 total downloads of the podcast. Holy cow. Yeah. Go us. Yeah. We're really doing it. Speaking of which, it's been a while. It has, but we were traveling. There was that. It's also hard to find time with you to record. Yeah. We're busy humans. When we have time together that's not structured, it's usually also pretty noisy. That is definitely true. Okay. A lot of things have happened since the last time we recorded. That's right. I sewed curtains. (laughs) It's very nice. (laughs) Sorry. That's good. Nisei. Has some openings. Oh, right. Yes. So they're looking for a bunch of people to help out with Nisei because of some realization of new things that were needed, but also some people are trying to rotate out. Or I guess they are rotating out. Right. So Greg Tung as lead designer. If you think about how great Downfall was. Okay. Whether you're like, there are people, they're like, oh, it was a little too conservative. The power level wasn't quite there. But they were like debating it in the same echelon as official FFG sets. And it was completely made by volunteers. Right, right. So the fact that Nisei came out of the gate with that polished a product, Greg was probably the single person most accountable for making that happen as the lead designer. Okay. You're really trying to sell this like overzealous people well i'm just saying that they're big shoes to fill but don't be afraid if you're like man i love designing games i would love to do that please apply just know that you made it yeah i kind of backed myself into a corner there huh yeah yeah we will love you thing is nisei's volunteers and people people need to take breaks and it's not always going to be the same people and that's great and so there are some openings at nisei uh, some new, some rotated, like you said. So let's go through the list. Right. So there's lead designer. That's the one we just talked about. Yes. Being responsible for like the direction of the cards. For the record, this stuff is all on Nisei's website. So we don't have to read to you the things. No. That, like the qualifications. That's what I was, was going to read so. everything. They need some things like they need testers, all that kind of stuff. They need a treasurer. But also... Worth mentioning, big news, Pat Burke is stepping down. So he's done so much toward making the game beautiful. Indeed. 
And the amount of work that he put in, apparently, was big enough that Nisei split his role as they're filling it into two positions, which is how you know you've done a good job. So they're looking for separating an art coordinator and a graphics coordinator. One to do like the card art and one to do the rest of the the work, the card layouts and stuff like that, right? The things that are outside the frame. Okay. Yep. Very good. So that's the big thing. The one that if you're like, man, I love playing Netrunner and I'm good at it and I want those sweet, sweet scoops, then the MWL committee might be perfect. Yeah. Not us though. No. Not good. Nope. Now they did say... They did say that they would love to receive applications from people with data science or statistics skills. So you think that would like put you over on the fact that you're not great at playing? Yes. Well, (laughs) I've decided we do more good for Netrunner here. And like keeping us and Nisei separate helps us be a fair source on Netrunner as a whole, right? Like so Nisei loves and is trying to make Netrunner better. We love and are trying to make Netrunner better. And the more I think separate those stay, the better. Okay. Yeah, I can see the logic there. Also, I have no time. Uh, Yeah, that is very true. Okay. I have a lot of stuff for you to do around here if you find some free time. I'd like a new bathroom. I'll let you know. (laughs) Okay, next I want to talk about System Gateway because... Okay, that's that's exciting, yeah. Because I figured everybody who loved Netrunner already knew about it. But when I was at Nationals, I talked to someone in the in the hall and just in passing about System Gateway. And they're like, oh, what's that? And so I tried to explain it really fast. But the point is, I think there are some people who didn't quite get the message or, or who still haven't quite figured it out. So there is a stream that Nisei put out that you could watch. It's like an hour and a half, I think. That's a long oh, yeah. time. There were a few audio issues, but it was fine. I watched most of that, but also this is largely my recollections have been aided quite a bit by Spencer Dub, who is from around here. I think he's from Salem. I don't know. Point is, he's a local and very helpful. Another one of those people that's helping Netrunner, not in Nisei. You know, he made generic card backs at one point, all kinds of stuff like that. He made a new player guide at one point. Mm -hmm. So Spencer, love your work. Appreciate it. You volunteered to be interviewed, and we will definitely get to that when we figure out how to interview people, like over the phone. Okay. Yeah. So, System Gateway is a new thing that Nisei's doing. So, here's the thing. Give me your reactions, okay? So, it's coming out sometime like April through June 2020, and it's a new kind of product aimed at a new player experience. And so, it starts with these intro decks, which are balanced, easy, straightforward, Runner and Corp decks, 30 card, 34 card, and new neutral identities so that they support sit down, learn how to play. I'm excited. Okay. I'm having trouble separating my reaction from like all of System Gateway to this tiny part that you're reading to me. Okay. And so the thing is like, I know about System Gateway. Yeah. I'm excited about okay. System so Gateway. So starting there, really easy intro dual decks you don't have to think about you don't have to build you just sit down and play them no bad publicity or traces stuff like that so that you'd be like this is servers and breakers right just basic right basic 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 then there's the add-on stuff it's like 10 new cards to roll into that to make it like okay this is more of a more standard this is like more of what you'd see when you play netrunner a few more mechanics that kind of stuff 
Yeah. All right. Then that's that's the one piece. The second piece is the deck building pack. And so the deck building pack is an ID for each faction, like a basic-ish ID, and enough cards to make three ofs of all the cards that were in the in the system gateway. So these are two separate packs you have to buy. Well, okay. you can buy them together, but you can also buy them separately. So you can just be like, hey, all the people on my Christmas list, I'm buying you the intro decks. <laughs> If you like this game, let me know, and I'll get you the deck building packs. Okay, that makes sense then. Right? So the goal of this is so that they could have something that they could have in game stores, which is super cool. Yes. So they're going to be almost all new cards. They're bringing back Hedge Fund, Sure Gamble, Special Order, and Sea Source. Okay. Which I was surprised because I thought they would try to make a totally clean break so that there were no licensing issues, but I'm sure they're working through all that and have competent advice okay yeah this was interesting where they're trying to make the cards strong enough that if you took decks made from system gateway to a gnk you wouldn't feel like you were getting your butt kicked all the time questionable so the point is that these cards will become staples as well like they will be good cards so that system gateway by itself won't be just like a cute little netrunner junior but it's also like, this is going to dramatically impact what Netrunner looks like. Okay, interesting. So that, that that I see as a risk point, right? Like that sounds good for new players, but it's also potentially very, like they're taking a lot of risks where they just can't play test all the things that might happen, right? So that's a danger. Well, yeah. Making a bunch of strong cards. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that, having played a core deck in a... In a standard, standard tournament. Yeah. I'm skeptical that that's going to actually be a thing that works. But Me too. Yep. Of all of the pieces, that's the tiniest. Okay. Tiniest. I mean, the fact is they're coming out with a way to teach new people that is basic and straightforward. It's like it's such a complex game and they are breaking it down and I'm super duper excited and I think that the kids will be our guinea pigs. Yes. We will give you field reports. Yeah. Based on trying it out with these kids. Right. We've got even our seven-year-old is interested in Netrunner and has played yeah, a couple of games. So she's been asking a lot. The point so is I think this will be really yeah. super great. I think so too. It's a bummer that it's not coming out in time for Christmas, but... It's coming out in time for next Christmas. I don't want to wait that long. Okay. <laughs> and now... But we can work on it between April and December and then we're, we can recommend... That people get it for Christmas and we'll have so much like background of being like, hey, right. like the kids can take it to their friends and be like, check this out. Okay. So core experience format will be system gateway plus system core. So system core will have a lot more freedom because there's already like this self-contained experience and they can be like, these are cards that maybe would otherwise be rotated that we wanted to save or... Like, they don't have to feel like they have to have a full set of breakers and System Are they going to keep updating System Core every year or whatever? Because they, like, they did that. Because they were right. like... So I think the answer is they will continue to update System Core. I'm not 100%. The frequency? Yes. Yeah, that's fine. I Might just, just be like, hey, guess what? System updated. Core 2020 is the same. Or okay. we've changed one card. Whatever. Let's go. All right. Okay, joke me. I don't... I don't have a joke. I know <laughs> okay. I'm working on these. This is, it's tough. I can uh, see that. I need to get better at it. I know. We all know. <laughs> okay. Come on. 
Okay, so let's talk about... Spend time. Let's talk about U.S. Nationals. Because we went. We did. And I didn't get last place. Okay, well, there's a piece in between there, which is that you competed. I did. I did. You took baby duty and I played. I also took judge duty. That's true. But... <laughs> I was not a respected judge. I when when I, and people are like judge, and I was like, oh, I'm a judge, and they they explain their question. I was like, well, let me think about it. It seems like and they're like, can we get a real judge? <laughs> I still got the I still got the altar zealous judge card, so it's fine. I also you know collected slips and did things that I felt totally confident doing. Yeah, so that was good. I it's was okay. able to be helpful. Okay. You gotta you gotta work your way in there. You're still relatively new. Sure. I will say that Swan, Isaac Swan, who organized Nationals, has only been playing for like six more months than us. Really? Yeah. Well, I think he's actually better than us, though. Significantly. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Anyway. So so tell me what it was like to compete in the Netrunner National Champion, representing the United States against all comers. Wow. It was like playing in a GNK, you know. I mean, it's it was great. It was fun. It was more games than I've ever played in a day. You played 10 games? Because it was six rounds, right? But you got yeah. a buy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. And your goal was? Win one game! Well, I mean... Uh, no. What? Your goal was to win one game, and then you can excitedly say that you did, right? Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, it's fine. I started out with, like, a not really goal, and then I talked to... Alexis and she said hey my goal is always to win at least one game and I'm thinking she's way better than me and if that's her goal and that also seems like a nearly attainable goal and so I adopted it as mine boy and that was a close one too it was I remember walking by a few times and there's like two minutes left and you're tied and didn't work out for you no. Nope. There was one that looked like you were going to tie, but there was like a last minute score. It was like it was an audacity. Score. He like took an agenda away so that a he Jemison, could put another one out. Yeah. It was a Jemison audacity to turn a two-pointer into a three-pointer or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stole the stole the tie from you. So you're all losses going into your last game. Yes. But so was Noah. So we were right there at the bottom. So among the people pair. who finished all their games... You guys are fighting for not last place. Or last place, depending on how you look at it. He was going for last place, I think. Not that he threw it. Okay, because it sounds bad. No, no. I mean, whatever. Okay. Of course we wanted to win. So what'd you bring? We also, like, we're embracing where yes. we were at and having a okay. good time. Tell me what you brought. Uh, I brought a Stealthy Smoke and a Six Agenda is Mari. And how do you feel like they did? I mean, obviously... Not great. Not great. Yeah. Um, okay, so as Mari, it was okay. Well, both of my decks ran into the problem that I always have, which is like, I can be playing, and it's great, and I'm doing well, and then it just fizzles out and I lose. And okay. I don't know what that's all about. Although in Ismari, I think that could have easily been fixed by having some punitive counter-strikes or something, so that there was like a plan... That didn't involve scoring agendas, but rather plan, just shooting people in the face. Yes. And we debated that a lot in the week before we Nationals. We did. We did. And it was after a couple games that I was like, oh, now I can see 
how I could put those cards in and what cards I would take out. But it's okay. I learned. I learned better now than, you know, you learn through failure. So, well, you must be quite learned. You would think. <laughs> anyway, so it was all right. And then my smoke deck was fine, but I just can't close the deal. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I think the solution is not really with my decks so much as me. Like, I just need to be a better Netrunner player. But there are so many things that I need to be better at doing. And it's hard to be working on all of them at all times. Yep. So I'm working toward that. Okay. So we're, we're trying together. We are. Project Crow, such and so forth. Yeah, we hope to talk more about that in the future. So as far as the opposite end of the tables, U.S. Nationals was won by a Canadian. Yeah. Eric, Whiteblade, congratulations. Yes. It's yes. a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> Whenever this happens, they always bring up in the War of 1812 when they invaded from Canada and burned the White House. Who's they? I mean, it was the British Army. I, I'm i not following here. Because it's the Canadians coming into America and wrecking our stuff. He didn't wreck it. He just showed us that we were crappier than him. Uh, they, he like, okay, never mind. So Besides, it wasn't just him. He was up against the New Zealander. Right. right? So like, yes. top two, not... American. Yes. Okay. I'll say, again, not playing. Yeah. My favorite part of Nationals, I got to sit down for a game of Arkham. We played a seven-player massive scenario, and I played with Pat, prior year national champion in Netrunner, and Kat, fearsome member of the New York meta, often murdering people. Eric, who went on to win the national championship just a couple hours later. Corey, who was also in the top eight. And Steven, the co-host of Optimal Play. We all played together. Yes, and we played against the blob and we won. That was really fun. Yes. I think my favorite part was when I brought you some lunch. You took one bite and then the game said you're not allowed to eat anymore. Yes, the blob ate our lunch. It was after one bite. It yep. was a tasty empanada and I was very concerned about it. <laughs> okay, but talking competitively, here's the thing that I don't understand. This is a little confusing to me. So Eric brought this deck that they've been working on, this Liza deck. It is a very heavy tag me, but you can't hurt me. Liza deck with paparazzi and dummy box and wireless net pavilion, pretty sure. And the thing is, none of the parts of this deck were new, right? The, the breaker seat was bananas. It was Almakua and three fun fatal, which is nuts. But the point is that like all these pieces existed. Liza came out. People were like, eh, she's kind of dumb. 50 card deck, it's too big, all these kinds of things. And like getting tagged is not a viable strategy. And so like, and then she just comes out of nowhere. It's like that, that part fascinates me. Okay. Like where do these things lurk before they come up? Like where, how many other potentially championship winning decks haven't even been invented yet that could exist within this meta? Okay. Let me say two things about that. Number one, isn't that the amazing thing about Netrunner? Okay. It's like it's so complex. There's so many different pieces and parts. And if you're creative, you can come up with something amazing. That's what I was saying. It's like it, I'm expressing wonder about that. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty great. And the other part, number two, is I think it's a lot about like player. Right. Well, Eric I mean, was at Worlds and he didn't bring that. I mean, he brought that to like the side event, but... Like Liza wasn't wasn't anywhere in the in the top of worlds, you know. It wasn't like 
everyone's like, oh man, this freedom deck is crazy. You know? Okay. I'm just saying that you mix this absolute amazing creativity with people who are really good at thinking on their feet and being a few steps ahead and kind of stuff like that. So, like, I just think that White Blade, his brain is better at Netrunner than I'm. Yeah, you'll get there. You might not get there. Yeah. So, <sighs> worth mentioning, was it the next week, UK Nationals? Liza won that as well with some modifications, some refinements. And then Canadian Nationals were last week as of the recording. And White Blade brought an even more refined Liza that he thinks is way better. Ten times better is what he says. Okay. Got second place. Okay. Lost to Paragon Smoke, which everyone outside of Germany thinks is a joke deck. <laughs> so I think that's fascinating. That's another part of that story, right? Is right. that like there's even this explosion of biodiversity in smoke decks, right? There's like the, the stealthy classic smokes. Mm-hmm. There's the Paragon Smoke where you use Paragon to pressure servers and find the pieces that you need really fast. And then there's like Nob Kiri's smoke floating around where you're using Polongi and keep recharging it. So you have this huge range of options in terms of what breakers you're using. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. So again, congratulations to Whiteblade on second place in Canada. That was a close one. Yeah. He almost became like the full North American champion. I don't think there's a Mexico national championship. I get volunteers to like translate the cards into well, there's, Spanish. There's some South American players. I don't know if there's a Spanish card pool or not. I don't remember. I have no idea. I knew there were like a few German cards, but then when I was at Worlds, I was surprised at how many there were. I had. I no mean, idea. like all of the cards exist in German. Right. I didn't know. Okay. Anyway. So, anything else you want to say about nationals? Absolutely not. I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> not not true. We met harsh. so many cool people. We did. It was super fun and it was awesome. V came down from our meta, which yes. is pretty rad to have a friend there that we have hung out with more. And who loves the baby? V does love the baby. Yes. Super great. Okay. So we're excited to bring you a special present from Nationals. If you couldn't be there, it might be like you get a little taste of it. Brought back from lovely San Francisco. Do you want to explain? So we did a few mini interviews, and by interviews, we don't actually talk. You talk a little bit. We do? You do. Oh, good for me. Anyway. Just mostly encouraging people. Yeah. So it was just supposed to be quick and dirty. Tell us about your experience at Nationals, and thank you. Just a little fun, little spice. Yeah. So we tried to get a diverse group of people in terms of geography and all that, including the future national champion. We were lucky to get Aragon That's right. on tape or whatever you call this. Right. As well as Swan, the organizer. So yeah, yeah. check them out. Sit back and enjoy Voices of Nationals. My name is Andrew. I am from Madison, Wisconsin. My Slack handle is cranked. Pretty much no local meta to speak of anymore. So it's just me and my best friend, Jinteki.net. The most memorable play from this weekend was actually my last game. It was playing against Jacuza, 
from the Netherlands. He's on RP Prison. I'm on Haley, like uh, Tile Haley with Pawn Shop and Proco. I have an opening hand, which is ostensibly really good against his deck with two Parishas, but it's I'm wrong. It wasn't. So he his board explodes. He gets out to six points. I steal a TFP at one point. So he presents lethal. So he's got a server that is unresed dice from the outside in. Unresed dice, tour guide with like 12 subroutines, and then some card. So he's ready to score. I have 14 credits. I have a hand that is exactly Stimhack and R&D Interface. And I made the worst play possible, which was click one, install R&D Interface, go to 10 credits. Click two, run HQ, uh, see viral weaponization, go to five points. Click three, go HQ, see a two fu- uh, future perfect again. Go in the tank for like five minutes while I think about the side game, lose it. And now I'm faced with a dilemma because I could draw a card and not lose to the two res bioethics that are on the board. Or I do something really stupid, and I opted, opted to do something really stupid, and I stim hack R&D, and the top card was the Project Yagi Yuda. That won, me, that won me the game, and I've never popped off in a game of Netrunner. I, I popped off in that moment. That was sick. Other comments about U.S. Nationals, I'm just happy to be here. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make, make it to this tournament for a long list of reasons, so the fact that I'm here is just really great. I'm super happy that to be here. All my friends are here. I want to shout out CTZ for putting me up for the for the weekend, sleeping on his couch with with Los Gatos. It's wonderful. My name is Alexis Spicer. I am from the Denver, Colorado meta. Online, my names are kind of different. My traditional name is the lady who is mean to me. Can also be shortened to the mean lady. Don't ask. I'm not actually that mean. It's a really weird, convoluted inside joke where that came from. I'm trying to think of... My most memorable play this weekend. So, this is in King of Servers. I'm playing Smoke. They've got the winning agenda scored in a server that I cannot touch. I am also on game points. I know I can't get in the remote server, but I got a fan alt Smoke that somebody had drawn, whatever. And on the Smoke ID, she's got a little speech bubble that says YOLO. And I'm thinking, I'm like, my odds on this remote are, there's some unres thing, so maybe I could have gotten in. My odds there were pretty bad, but I looked at the ID and I was just like, you know what? We gotta YOLO this. So I ignore the remote completely. I've got two RDIs installed. I run R&D. Third card was the winning agenda. It was awesome. It was a true channeling of the YOLO smoke ID that I got. It was amazing. Nats has been awesome. I haven't been to a big, like, big, big tournament since, well, like, the San Diego Regional I was at, and there was about, hmm, I don't know, 40 people? Okay. So, kind of same-ish size of this, but most of the people were just from California, there weren't that many people out there, but as far as a big one where a lot of people are traveling to, I hadn't been to one since, like, Mopus of 2018, like, the world of 2018. So... It just feels so good that we can, like, still keep doing this and, like, still have this big thing where a lot of people come from all over the place to, like, see everybody. It's, like, literally my favorite part of the whole year. Like, the weekends that I've had doing Netrunner stuff have been, like, the best vacations I've ever had. Awesome. So my name is Chris. I'm known as Cryptogram on JNet and NetrunnerDB. I'm from Seattle. I play with the Ballard crew. Yeah, it's it's been a really... It's been a really interesting, fun weekend. I don't really play big tournaments very much. I just kind of got into the tournament scene a little bit lately. Um, I used to be mostly kind of a, a jank player for the most part, and I'm trying <laughs> to get better. And so it's going from just hot messes to 
you know, things with some spice here and there, but it's still, I don't know, there's a lot of pride. Like, I'm a deck builder at heart, so for sure. I had some, I had really, really just really bad games. I did not do super great. And I was starting to get kind of a little, like, upset. And I was like, okay, I should probably, like, back off. Like, I'm supposed to have fun and, like, enjoy it. So I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should... Maybe I should stop. But I had some really good, good games. I think I had one game that was like very close. I was super excited against uh, Robbie, who's doing exceptionally well right now on the top cut. And I don't know. It was it was just a lot of fun. Mostly more than anything, I'm like really glad to finally meet the greater netrunner community oh, yeah. at large. It's people I've heard about. People I've know who they are online and stuff. And see them and finally meeting them. It's been really really fantastic i've been really happy to sort of uh, try and get involved in this community that's, that's like meant a lot to me from afar right so yeah awesome so, yeah thank you yeah thank you you didn't do too bad because you weren't in the bottom with me <laughs> <laughs> okay my name's eric keelback i'm known on slack as a uh, whiteblade 111 i'm from uh, winnipeg so like that's sort of my meta i've been playing netrunner for about five to six years now i try and travel for events i was on argus and Liza this weekend, and I really like playing the Liza. It's on counter surveillance, and the regular. It's like tagging with dummy box and paparazzi. The most memorable play I had this weekend definitely was playing against the PE. I was able to steal an Obacata early, and then the game slowed down. And I was like, okay, how am I going to close this game out? Because I can't just like keep single accessing R&D because I'm going to run out of cards. I'm going to get killed eventually. So I started making money, and I eventually ended up counter-surveillancing PE for like 12 cards at once. Like I had like 12 cards in hand to like avoid the net damage, and I st still scored like an oboe and a, a sting to win the game. But it felt really funny to like buck orthodoxy and just like see 12 cards from PE in one go. US Nationals is really good. I think Isaac did a really good job running the event. The people I've met here are all really good. It's good to sort of see like the same circuit of people, seeing people like Kat, Pat, Alexis, Joe, Spags, Andrew, CTZ cranked. They're all like really great people, and I'm I'm really looking I'm really looking forward to seeing how the cup plays out. And uh, I'm going to be at Canadian Nationals in a few weeks, so I'm excited to do another Nationals tournament. Hi, my name's Isaac Swan, otherwise known as Swan. You may have played against me on JNet as either Lucidit or Arborfowl. There's a long time last year where I would just stream stream Titan games in the morning, and I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, and I've been playing in the San Francisco Bay Area since May 31st, 2017. That's when I bought my core set from Gamescape in San Francisco, which is the place where I am holding the top cut for the U.S. National Championship. The most memorable thing about this particular weekend for me was actually when I was giving out the prizes. I was saying people's full names, but the, the, the thing on the wall that had the standings I only put last initials in on, on Cobra when, when I run, run events. So I was just saying people's full names. And, and Eric Fetaplace, who is my my second command here uh, from the judge judging angle, he's like, wait a minute, how do you know all these? And it's very gratifying to have the opportunity to, to run U.S. Nationals, to be the first in the Nisei era to get this honor. And we got 57 players yesterday which puts us at only four below the number of players we had at Nats last year. So that's very gratifying. And there's actually a group of people that, if they had made it, we, we would have actually been able to beat last year's number. So, you know, pretty close. feel pretty good about that. Thanks so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay. That was awesome. I agree. Now, we really appreciate you making it this far. I know it can be easy. I'm struggling. Yes. 
I can see that. But we have an exciting announcement for you, our loyal fans, for making it this far. Would you take it away, Nicole? We have scoops! And not ice cream, and not today. Yes. So these are official. These aren't just like our last stolen scoops. No. No, the Nisei actually asked us to tell you about some new cards, which is very exciting. So when are we going to be doing that? It looks like Tuesday, December 3rd, in the morning UTC time. So it'll be morning America time and afternoon Europe time. Oh, and that's okay? Yeah, afternoon. Yeah. Oh, great. Yep. And if you're in Australia, I don't even know. I have no idea. I mean, it's summer there. The whole thing is very confusing. Wow. So it'll be spoiler week. Yes. So we'll be part of that. We are part. Yes. That's exciting. Okay. Very exciting. Tune so in. tune in. We'll share cards, our thoughts, images. It'll all happen. Yes. But we'll try to limit it to not much more than that. So you can listen to all the other scoops too. Yeah. We don't want to take up all your earwaves. Last thing. We had a question for our audience. Yes. We love you guys. I was waiting for this part. You tolerate us. So as you know, we are not Netrunner experts, but we're Netrunner appreciators, and we want to get better. We do. But we want to get better in a way that's useful for you, many of whom are new yourselves. This isn't necessarily like a question about how we're going to get better, in my mind. Okay. It's you, just then a question you about, Go like, ahead. so there are lots of cards. There are. We... Have not opened them all. But we have them. But we have not opened them because there are lots of cards. And my brain is overwhelmed. So our question is, how should we go through those cards? So we have like a debate between us. So I guess you guys are kind of the tiebreakers. Uh, Your opinion weighs very heavily. So do you want to go first about your thing? Oh, you wanted to present this as actually a debate. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I don't feel like that's how it actually works, but that's fine. So what do you here's mean? what. So what? the way we had been doing it was to go set by set and to bring you our thoughts on those sets as we go through them. Right. And that made a lot of sense, especially as we, you know, learned about rotation. Right. And as sets come out, uprising coming soon. And keeping it structured is also helpful for people who might want to think about the game set by set. Because there's often like sets of mechanics or themes that are introduced, cards that go well together. And it makes it easy to go and find that information if you're like looking back in a year or two. Okay. I would like to make a note before my argument that I feel like whatever we do for all the past cards does not apply to Uprising. Uprising we will explore as a pack when it comes out. So you're saying that I've already won the argument. Um, For anything that comes out (laughs) today and beyond. Okay. Okay. So here's my perspective. Who the heck cares what pack it came in? Right? I don't know. I mean, Tristan talks about all these things. He's like, oh yeah, what about this card? It was in this set. And I'm like, I don't care i don't know i will not commit that to memory it is not important to me we can like mention it as we're talking about cards and maybe because if we're going to be opening packs then we're going to be looking at other cards too here and there i'm sure but my thought is 
we play good decks and we learn the cards based on that. And it can so. be a source of content as well, right? Our experiences from playing those decks oh, yeah. would be a way we could generate content. Yes, yes. I just feel like from my perspective, it's easier to learn a card and it's easier to understand a card when you're playing with it and using it. I'm a doer. And looking at cards in a pack doesn't really help me. Knowing that a card came from a specific cycle doesn't really help me. But what I think most new players are going to do is not be like, look at all these packs, right? So like if we're looking at this from a new player perspective, then a new player is most likely not going to get all the packs, which we just happen to do. Because we had found them. We were here at the right time. So nobody is going to have a bunch of data packs. That's true. And so if you're a new player coming in, you're going to, in my opinion, be either just picking decks off the internet and then printing proxies. Or you're going to buy or inherit or find in the garbage can somebody else's old collection which is most likely not going to be organized into data packs. It's just going to be cards. And so what we want to be able to do is help people know the cards and what cards they would use and why they would use them. And to me, it seems like in the context of playing and exploring the cards in a bigger venue. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the whole thing is that you're talking about like, oh, what order should we open our packs? And that seems like not helpful, right? Because like, who cares? That's our dumb thing, Uh right? It's like, what kind of content is the best content? Is like set oriented content a help? Is that a helpful construct to put on? Because it organizes things thematically, yes, from a lore perspective, but also from a mechanics standpoint, or is just looking at the decks that are tearing it up these days, a more helpful perspective and use that as a way to talk about, you know, like we talked about the different flavors of smoke that we're seeing. Yeah, which I think is better. The important thing is, tell us your thoughts. Indeed, because we want to be relevant. We want to be relevant. So if you're going to go to a GNK, you don't care what decks were popular when the lunar cycle came out. You care about what's going to kick your butt today. Boy, are we becoming a competitive Netrunner podcast? Um, if we try to be good at this, then we'll then we'll have no audience left, right? Because there's the people that are like, oh, they're bad like us. And then they'll be like, oh, they're trying too hard. And the people are like, we're good at Netrunner. We need that little edge. And they're like, these people have no idea what they're talking about. I feel like if we don't try to get better, we won't improve at all. We still need to improve. Otherwise, people would be like, these people are pathetic. I don't want to be thought of as pathetic. It's really important to me. Yes. So keep getting better. Realize we have seven children. You have a full-time job and a herd of animals, apparently. And I don't even know what else we do. We're constantly busy. So we'll just try to claw our way up to being less crappy Netrunner players. But I don't foresee us becoming amazing anytime soon. Okay, so, I mean, I was trying to give like a fair restatement of the argument, but you just kept arguing for your point. (laughs) (laughs) Send us your thoughts. Yes. Which argument do you agree with more and why is it Nicole's? (laughs) Yes. 
But I won't fault you if you agree with Tristan. I still love with him. I you still, still love him. <laughs> I love you, and I will totally respect if that's what people actually want to hear, and I'm just so out of touch. That's okay. Hey, quick question. If people did want to get in touch with us to tell us how they think that the podcast should progress, how would they do that? Carrier pigeon. Or I guess email, which is okay. like a virtual carrier pigeon. Okay. So uh, how would they email us? You just type kitchen table netrunner at gmail.com in your little two box on your email. Okay. That's a way to do it. Yes. That's a great way. We get really excited when we get emails. Yep. Anybody who's emailed us in the past, I totally get them now. So <laughs> don't worry about that. You got them. Just eventually yep and now you get them in real time yep don't talk the table r t as the teenagers say they don't say that i'm pretty sure okay now if we if we are trying out decks trying to get better where might people find us doing that stuff Ooh, on jinteki.net yep i'm lstm i'm cone 11 i go to 11 so chat with us join a game find us on slack and Yeah, we're on Slack. Same handles. So until then, play play Netrunner! Good night. Sit down, learn how to play. I'm reacting to that. I mean, it seems like a good place to start. Yay. I mean, okay. Thank goodness for editing. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited.